online at 960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. And welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College. Uh, I am Brian Hanks. If you missed our first hour of today's show, today is, let me, I should tell you, today is the first day of spring, Monday, March the 20th in the year of the Lord 2023. Happy first day of spring, Linda Whittington. <laughs> and happy birthday to my puppy dog, Molly Ringwald Hughes Hanks, the puppy dog. Today is her birthday. It's my brother's birthday. It's just a great day, man. It's beautiful out there. The sun is up. The birds are singing. The squirrels are playing in the trees. The birds are playing in the and anyway, okay. And the bird bath is just going to be a great day here. This is uh, hour two of episode 825 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. And again, if you missed our first hour, you really missed a great hour. Uh, we had Mark Panicelli on from uh, The Drive with Mark Panicelli on 252 ESPN. He talked to us about, uh, we talked to a lot of NCAA tournament. We talked a lot of Dontrez. We talked a lot of NC State basketball, uh, Carolina basketball, Duke basketball. Uh, we got his picks for the final four and I, he, he's done a pretty good job so far. So, uh, I, if you missed the first hour, by God, go to brianhanks.com, check it out there. Uh, Every show is there. You can go back to, all the way back to December 2019 and listen to any one of our shows, but you can listen to the first hour of our show today uh, with Mark Panicelli. Uh, coming up here in this hour, in fact, in just a few moments, we're going to be joined by Robert Kravitz, the head baseball coach over at Rendell Parrot Academy. Uh, he's going to be, uh, his team is on fire this year. They are seven and two out of the gates. Uh, and then we're going to talk to Kenny Sutton from Bethel Christian Academy here about 20, about 15, 20 minutes or so. Also, Hey, I tell you what, before we get them on the line here, let me thank our good friends over at UNC Lenore healthcare. They are the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County, right here in Kenston, UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional health care for the people it serves. Listen, uh, they have a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, and UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find at hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road, right here in Kenston, for all your health care needs, or call them at 252 522 7000. Listen, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's uh, not dally around any longer. Uh, let's get uh, Robert Kravitz uh, up here on the line with us from uh, Arendel Parrot Academy, one of the hottest teams in our neck of the woods playing baseball right now. They are 7-2, and two, coming off a big 13 to nothing victory over uh, Crosstown private school rival Bethel Christian Academy on Friday. Coach Kravitz, how are you doing this morning, sir? I'm doing good, Brian. Hope you are. Happy Monday to you. Hey, happy Monday. Happy first day of spring to you, too, sir. Yeah, I'm excited about that. I think every baseball coach in America is ready for this day. Oh, I know you're right about that. Listen, Coach, we've been bragging on you all season. You know, we do our uh, updates, uh, you know, looking at the night before. And I tell you what just a an extremely hot team you've got over there uh started five and oh this year uh, a couple of really close losses but good I, I know you never want to say a good loss but i mean losses to teams that are pretty doggone good too man what has been the secret to the success of this rental parrot academy patriots baseball team so far this season with your seven and two start coach well you know uh this is a team that i've uh in, in my 19 years of being a head coach, I've really enjoyed this group of guys 
they play together as a team. Um, they have each other's back. Um, it's just a good group of guys to play with. And, you know, I'm a big team guy, and I feel and believe that as long as everyone is on the field playing for each other, you can be very successful. And, and that's, that's this team. Um, and I tell you, as a coach, it's their pleasure to coach. There you go. I'm telling you, uh, again, I've not had a chance to get out there and see you guys yet, but I anticipate being able to do that in the next couple of weeks. Uh, what makes this team so close? That's one of the things that, you know, has been the trademark of successful teams there at Parrot at North North, South North through the years. What, what makes this team so close, Coach? Well, you know, this is a, a group that, you know, a lot of them played football, uh, won a state championship. Uh, a few of them rolled over, played together in basketball, and, and here they are. So uh, it's nothing new to them. Uh, they've, they've been uh, battling together all year long. So, um, you know, hopefully we can put together a nice run this spring and, and have a successful season. Well, like I said, 7-2 and two to this point. Uh, is there a game or a moment so far in these first nine games this season, Coach, that stands out to you that, you know what, I knew they were going to be pretty good. They proved it to me at this point. Yeah, you know, we uh, we won our first game of the year against uh, Faith, Faith Christian. He's always a solid ball club over there in Rocky Mountain. Uh, we beat them 4-3. to three. And then uh, a week or so later, we beat Harold Christian 2-1. Uh, to one. And I was telling one of my assistant coaches, you know, going back uh, to last year in those two one-run ball games, that might be like the eighth or ninth one-run ball game that we've won uh, over the last two years. And man, you know, those are just games where they can go either way, a mistake here, mistake here, hit there, hit there, uh, hit here, hit there. Um, it can go either way. And these guys have just – and they were down in both games. Uh, so they never gave up. They never put any pressure on themselves. They played the game. They let the game come to them. And uh, luckily, we were able to get out on top. That's awesome. That voice you're listening to, Robert Kravitz. He's a head baseball coach at Rendell Parrot Academy, the 7-2 and two Patriots right now. They have a uh, big game tomorrow night against Coastal Christian, a team you guys have already beat uh, one time this season uh, at their place. Uh, tell me a little bit, and i got to admit, I'm, I'm not as well-read as I need to be on your conference. Who are a couple of teams that, uh, that you guys are going to have to battle to win a conference championship this year, Coach? Uh, so this year we're in a new conference with uh, Greenfield, Wayne Country Day, Wayne Christian, John Paul, Epiphany. Um, I feel like I might be leaving somebody out here. But anyway, uh, you know, Wayne Country Day over in Goldsboro, um, you know, they, they're, they're loaded. You know, they, they have about six or seven uh, college commits on their team this season. Uh, they have an excellent coach over there. They're going to be very good, very tough. Um, and John Paul, uh, John Paul's going to be tough as well. They're they're cross town rivals, uh, and you know just that bad blood leading over uh, from football uh, trickled into basketball. And I'm sure it'll be um, a rivalry game come baseball when we play in the baseball. So um, you know, I feel like Wayne Country Day obviously is you know they're they're one of the best teams in the state, public or private. Uh, and then you know John Paul, they'll definitely. Um, they'll definitely want to come out and have some revenge against us and try to beat us for sure. So uh, I feel like those two teams in our conference are going to be tough. You know, everyone else is kind of, you know, on par, uh, you know, solid pitching. Uh, a lot of teams are young. I know uh, Wayne, Wayne Christian, uh, they're, they're a very young team, but they have a kid over there uh, who transferred in, I believe, is 
family may be military, but he's, uh, I mean, Chuck, he's getting looks from Auburn, ECU, and, and a few other big-time schools. Uh, so anytime you have a player like that over there, especially as a pitcher, yeah, that's always going to make it tough. Well, there you go. That voice again. You're listening to Robert Kravitz, head baseball coach at Parrot Academy, 7-2 and two to start this season. Let's talk about some of these players, Coach. I'd love for you to uh, break down some of these players and introduce us to them. Uh, who who have been the players? Uh, I don't know. As many as you want to name, Coach. Three or four that have really helped you guys get out to the start that you've had so far this season, Coach. Sure, yeah. We, uh, you know, Cole Smith, uh, who's a senior for us, going to play baseball at North Carolina Webber next year. Um, you know, he's he had a, a tremendous impact on our program last year and, and is again this year. Uh, it's just been so dominant on the mound. I mean, he pitched a complete game against North Raleigh Christian uh, only through 82 pitches, and we lost 1-0. I mean, this is the type of kid that you want on the mound for every game if possible. Uh, he's such a bulldog up there, and he's a great leader. Uh, and then behind the plate, and who's also, uh, you know, I guess our 1B pitcher, uh, Garrett Bird, who's only a sophomore. Uh, just one of the best catchers in the area, if not the best catcher in the area, uh, just completely shuts down the run game. Uh, I've actually let him start calling pitches here, and he's he's done an excellent job. Uh, and he's just a, a great talent. Um, Jojo Faraby, who's also a sophomore, um, out there in center field. I mean, this kid uh, is not, not big as a stick of dynamite, but he, he, he carries the package like a dynamite. I mean, he just – no ball falls on the ground when it sits out there. We're very confident. You know, every time a ball sits outfield, we know that he's going to track it down and make a nice catch for us. Uh, Caleb Sanderson, who's a, a junior shortstop for us, he's kind of having a, a rough, a rough go, a rough start so far this year. Uh, but you know, it, it won't be long before he can put it all together and, and, and have a great year for us. Um, and again, you know, we're just surrounded by so many guys who. Um, are working their tails off to be as good as they can. And, you know, the better they get individually, the better we get as a team. And, um, like, you know, we're super excited about what the future holds for us this year. And, uh, again, we're just hoping that we can uh, play into late May. I got to tell you, Coach, and I'm sitting here as you were, you know, talking about your players on Max Preps looking at your roster, and surely this is a misprint. Two seniors, only two seniors on your team this year, Coach? Only two seniors, you know. Wow, uh, and to have the starts that you've had with this youthful roster, Coach. Yeah, so, you know, uh, Garrett Bird and uh, uh, I think Garrett started as a, for us as a, a sophomore. I mean, I'm sorry, as a seventh grader. Um, and that sounds crazy, uh, <laughs> you know, at, at the high school level. Uh, but, you know, at private school, we can move kids up as early as the seventh grade. And, um, you know, that was our COVID year. And, you know, we, we pulled him up because Trey McLawhorn, who was supposed to be our starting catcher that year towards ACL during football season, and we knew it was going to be um, a bumpy road. Uh, but that kid is um, – man, his, his desire to learn the game and his work ethic, um, we knew that he, he was going to be a special player for us. Uh, but, you know, it seems like over the last few years it's always been, man, you guys are really young. Man, you guys are really young. and uh, that's still the case. Uh, you know, uh, our, our biggest core is, is a sophomore group. I think we have about five sophomores who start for us. Um, so, you know, yeah, the, even though we're going to have a, a good year this year, hopefully uh, the future is even brighter. Uh, so we're excited about that and the opportunities that lie ahead. And, you know, we have an eighth grader that starts 
Uh, matter of fact, he, he has started every game so far for us this year, uh, Blade and Pridgen at second base. And, uh, man, he uh, – we, we, we brought him up just to build some depth, and he's just had a tremendous season so far for us at second base. Uh, matter of fact, I think he may uh, – I think he leads our team in batting average and, and hitting. Uh, so and, and he's been playing solid at second base, and he's only an eighth grader. So – you know, we, we only brought him up to, to build some depth. He, he earned a job, and he's doing it well. So, uh, I mean, that's a plus for us right there. I tell you what, when you have and, – and I want to refer to the player you just talked to uh, or talked about a few moments ago, Garrett Bird, who started as a seventh grader, and he's a tenth grader. And you're like, man, he's a veteran on this team, but he's a tenth grader. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, and, he, you know, like I said, he's – you know, he's the type of kid that, you know, I have a feeling that that will have – a lot of offers by the time he graduates, uh, you know, where that, where that's at is still a mystery, but, you know, he's the type of kid who was waking up at, you know, 4.45, 4.30 in the morning to go an hour down the road just to work out before school wow. and then come back to make sure he was ready before first period. Uh, you know, those are the types of kids that, you know, make it to the next level and make it to the next level big. Um, Anything we do, he's willing to do. You know, he's not scared of a challenge. Uh, you know, he, he, he'll, he'll throw a lot of innings for us, but our team's different when he's not behind the plate. Uh, he knows that. He recognizes that. Um, so, but, he, but, you know, excellent job. We have a couple kids that, you know, catch him uh, when he pitches. And, man, he's, he's there coaching him up just like he's on staff. And it does an excellent job. And, you know, it's just a coach's dream to have guys like that. And, and again, you know, that's – that's who our team is. Uh, you know, they're, they're all like that. Um, they're, they're helping each other out every chance we get. Uh, you know, as a coach, uh, it's hard to see every player and everything they do. So we're all the time, you know, hearing guys help correct one another in the right way. And it's just, it's nice to have. And again, like I said, you know, 19 years as a head coach, this is one of the, the funnest and best teams I've ever been around. Coach, you ever think about this? I'm not trying to make you feel old here, but but I'm older than you, but I'm not trying to make you feel old. But 19 <laughs> years in it, Coach, you were coaching before the majority, if not all, well, all of your team were even born, Coach. Yeah, it's, uh, it's funny <laughs> you say that. I was actually, my brother in law is uh, the athletic director and, and basketball coach over at uh, Greenfield School in Wilson. And uh, man, he's had such a tremendous career over there. Uh, and I think. I'm going to tell you wrong. I think he's in his, like, 24th or just finished his 24th or 25th year. And uh, we were having that same conversation. It's just, you know, wow. We're getting old quick, <laughs> very quickly. Well, you're uh, not talking so, about Coach Salter, are you? Yes, sir, Rob Salter, yep. Well, you know, he's a comes from Lenore County Royalty down in the southern part of the county. That's or, right, or his that's wife right, does, yeah. his wife does, his wife does, yes. No, no, no. It's it's, it's Rob. It's, oh, it is it's Rob. Rob. I, I just had a brain so his, brain too. Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, Tom Salter is his dad. Yeah, that's right. So, correct. how are you that's related right. to yeah. them again? So, uh, my my wife and Rob's wife are sisters, uh, and actually, actually, <laughs> in the one who set them up. So, uh, wow. You know, yeah. So they uh, they're they're married to coaches. So uh, you know they, they they've got to be special women, and they are. Uh, <laughs> So, you know, they, they put up with a lot for us because, you know, for us, you know, speaking out, speak on Rob's behalf as well, it's not just show up for practice, show up for a game. You know, there's a lot of homework that needs to be done at home. And, you know, that's time away from your family. And 
you know, you got to manage that time the best you can. And, uh, and he does, he's a great husband. He's a great coach. Uh, so it's, uh, but they're special women. Uh, but any coach's wife has to be, if they're going to live with a, a coach who wants to be successful. There you go. Absolutely. And speaking of marriage, I'll give you an opportunity. I just saw this on Facebook. I mentioned it in my monologue in the first hour, but how about her boy, Matt Beeman getting married? Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> Went down there and got, got married this weekend. So, uh, happy for him. Uh, you know, Matt, Matt's a great dude and, and oh, yeah. he, he holds a special, special place in my heart. You know, he, uh, I, I knew Matt long before I ever come to Parrot Academy and, uh, man, he's, he's a good dude. And I think the world of him. Well, that, like I said, I just, uh, I had, I didn't even know that they were engaged. I mean, that, that's awesome. I saw that and I just had to give him a shout out. Wanted to give you an opportunity. Listen, coach yeah. Robert Kravitz, congratulations on this great start to the season. Congratulations on the, uh, on the win, uh, on Friday also. And uh, good luck the rest of the season. We'd love to have you back on as you're getting ready for the state playoffs coach. We'll, we'll do it. Appreciate it, Brian. Take care. Thank you, Coach. That's Coach Robert Kravitz from uh, Arundel Parrot Academy joining us on our, and I should have uh, given Spence Automotive some credit there, on our Spence Automotive uh, guest line. And I tell you what, right now we're going to turn right around and get uh, Bethel Christian Academy head basketball coach uh, Kenny Sutton up here on the line with us too. His, uh, his uh, Bethel Christian Academy Trojans, now they've only played three games at this point this year. They're one and two, but we're going to talk to him about that. And as we are doing that, let me get, uh, I tell you what, let me think, uh, how about a Woodman life? I've had my life insurance for Woodman life for more than 10 years. I absolutely positively could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. The beauty of Woodman life though, isn't just the peace of mind that I have with it, but that it is an organization that truly cares for our community is evidenced by its donations of American flags to every group, organization, church, or uh, government agency that needs one here in eastern North Carolina. In fact, if you've seen a flag flying around here at a government agency or whatever, I guarantee you, well, not guarantee you, there's a very strong chance it came from Woodman Life. Listen, thank you so much to Danny Rice, Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring this show. If you need to get a life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North in Kinston. That's beside Highland Furniture and across from uh, Sale Auto Mall. One of the good guys on the line with us right now from Bethel Christian Academy, the head baseball coach out there for the Trojans. It's Kenny Sutton, a man that I spent time with in Millington, Tennessee, feels like 40 years ago. You remember that trip, Coach? Oh, I do. I do. Good times. Absolutely good times. And uh, very honored to have you join us here on the Brian Hank Show this morning as we're going through our uh, prep baseball teams and getting previews of everybody. Uh, you have played the least amount of games of anybody in our neck of the woods, Coach. I think you guys start a little bit later than everybody else. You're 1-2 and two overall, but you are 1-0 and oh in conference play to this season after beating Greenville Christian in your season opener 8-7. to seven. Uh, and then played a very good – it was a Trojans versus Trojans matchup as you uh, traveled to Trenton to take on Jones Sr., a 13-8 to decision there. Just wanted to take your temperature. Only three games into the 23 season here, Coach. Uh, what have you found out about your team so far in these first three games, Coach? Well, we need some work. <laughs> no, but really, we're, we're, we're early in the season for us. We had a uh, couple of games canceled out on us to scheduling snafu or something, but uh, – We've got three games in, and we've played uh, three quality uh, opponents, and so we kind of see where we're at. 
Wait, then where are you at right now, Coach? I said, uh, are are you a team? I mean, you're yeah. showing a lot of offense. I mean, other than the, the loss against Parrot on Friday, I mean, you scored 16 runs in your first two games. Not too shabby, Coach. Not too bad. Uh, you know, pitching is still early on our pitching because our guys do multiple sports, so they're not training very long for, you know, getting in throwing shape for baseball until it's time to play. So I'm having to limit them on pitches, and we don't have a deep roster with uh, with pitching. So we're still we're still protecting some arms, and we we can start extending them out a little now as the, uh, the weather warms up. Uh, but uh, we're young, but still, I think we're going to be in good good position coming into the season. Absolutely, and we're talking about Bethel Christian Academy, and we've got Kenny Sutton, longtime veteran head baseball coach out at uh, Bethel. I I would like to talk about that a little bit. I mean, when people think, you know, they think private schools. I mean, we know Parrot's got a, a pretty healthy, uh, you know, 7 through 12. Bethel, I know we were talking about this with uh, Brick before he left, but the boys that you have to choose from, I mean, I know for football, for basketball, and for baseball, there's only, if I remember correctly, and you can help me here, Coach, isn't it in the 70 range, 65 to 70? So you've got to put yeah. together a baseball roster from yeah, you 65 know, you, to 70 players, Coach. Yep, you figure half of those are girls, and yeah, uh, yeah. so that leaves you, you know, the boys, what you got, you know, ninth grade through three, three twelve, And uh, so it doesn't mean they're all baseball players either. So we, we take them. We you know, we got some good players, uh, so we've been very fortunate, you know, with small numbers that have as good of players as we've had. Well, and that's where I was going to go with this too, Coach. You've been there for a while now, and I mean, you love it. I mean, you love being a part of Bethel Christian Academy. How many years have you? And I and I'm ashamed that I don't have the number right here in front of me that I can <laughs> yell it out there, Coach. But how many years have you been there at Bethel now? This this has been my 16th year as the head coach. Okay, and didn't you help with the program for a little while before that too? I- I did. Uh, coach Potter was there. He was coaching, and I was helping him. So for several years there, and have been involved with it for a long time. Tell us about your love for Bethel Christian Academy, Coach. And I know, I mean, I, your son went there uh, again. He went on to LCC and went to a World Series. Uh, what keeps you at Bethel Christian Academy, Coach Sutton? Uh, it's just been part of my life. We uh, when when Bethel Christian Academy opened up school, uh, I I was enrolled there in the eighth grade and. And my wife that I didn't know at the time, she was enrolled there in the same grade. So we went through school together and started dating afterwards. Had three kids, and we put all three of them uh, there at Bethel. And they've all three graduated from there. And now I've got my youngest grandchild that's in the daycare there. And I hope to continue on through through Bethel. I got I, and listen. I'm saying this not because my boss, my big boss man Tony Denton, his daughter goes to school there too. So, coach, I'm not saying this, you know, to get cool points here with my boss, which, but if I do, I mean, it doesn't hurt. But it is, it's a special environment there at Bethel Christian Academy for the students and for the staff and everybody over there, isn't it, coach? Absolutely. You know, our, our staff loves being a part of that. Uh, we do, you know, and I've been involved with different, different aspects of the school for a long time, and it's just part of our life. Uh, we like the way the school is run. Um, our athletics, you know, is a, is a, is an emphasis point, but also is our education. So I just like the way our school operates, gives them a good Christian based, uh, education. And that's what I'd want for my kids and, and my grandkids. And, and, and most people would want that. And, and when you're still coaching, when your grand, great grandkids are out there, right, sir? 
Hopefully that would be great. That's awesome. On the line with us right now, Kenny Sutton, the head baseball coach over at Bethel Christian Academy. Well, let's take a look at your roster here, Coach. And I pulled it up here on Max Preps, and I see a lot of sophomores, freshmen, sophomores. One senior, McKinnon Wade, on this roster. Is that is that is that roster correct, sir? That roster is correct. Two juniors and one senior. Wow. So talking about having some youth, I was just talking to uh, Robert Kravitz right before you, Coach, and he's only got two seniors on his roster and a bunch of freshmen and sophomores too. Man, a lot, a big youth movement with our private schools here in Kinston this year, Coach. That's what it looks like. He's got a quality program and got some very good young guys is what I saw in the game the other day. Well, let's talk about – well, we're here right now to talk about Bethel Christian Academy, Coach. Tell me about this roster that you have planned for you this year, sir. Yes, sir. Um, uh, McKinnon Wade, our only senior, uh, playing senior right now, and he's probably our top arm uh, for in, coming out of, you know, into pitching. Um, we're, we're still early on hitting and stuff, and so he'll, uh, he'll, he'll continue to improve and defensively and offensively. Uh, our juniors, we've got one that has not played any baseball in the last several years and wanted to come out and play. And surprisingly, he's been he's been pretty good. He's he's uh, done well with his bat. Um, and then we've got another another junior that um, he's uh, he's got some speed. He can play outfield. He plays shortstop. He's our leadoff batter. That's, that's Alex Hill. Um, and then we get down to our sophomores, and we've got a very good sophomore class. Uh, they're young, but they are all baseball guys. They love playing baseball. Uh, freshmen, we've got two or three very good freshmen coming up, and even in our middle school and junior uh, junior high area, they uh, we got some very good talent there coming up too. As I watch our JV middle school team play, so we sh- we should be good for a while. You know, one of the things, and I've had Cliff Godwin here on the show from ECU uh, several times, and I've actually asked him this question, the, the same question I'm getting ready to ask you. It's sort of the what you have to do at Bethel with, like you said, with just the, the limited uh, student base that you have there, really, what, 35, 40 boys, if that, in the whole school. So they do have to play all the sports. They either play soccer or they play football, then they play uh, basketball in the winter, and now, you know, the guys that you draw from to play baseball, but when when I've talked to Coach Godwin, he prefers players like that. He wants the players that get out there and play the three sports. Again, it's sort of the the necessity there, I guess, to a degree at Bethel. But you like having those kids that play all three seasons, don't you, Coach? Absolutely, absolutely. They learn so much from playing sports. It doesn't matter which sport it is, as long as they're playing and being involved, uh, learning team leadership, uh, that type of thing, and so. We're the last sport, you know, in the school year to take them. So they've all been through the football, soccer, or basketball, and they took their uh, their lumps and bruises and and their learning experiences. So we get them, and, and most time they're in fairly good shape, um, fitness wise. By the time I get them in baseball, so it, it's just a good experience for all those guys to be able to play different sports, and uh, you know, and then they can pick out what they like doing. I love it. I absolutely love it. Again, that voice you listen to, Kenny Sutton, head baseball coach over at Bethel Christian Academy. Let's uh, look at your conference a little bit here, Coach, with you guys and Wilson Christian, Hilltop, Southside, and uh, or Southside Christian, Wilmington Christian Academy. Coach, that's a spread Because <laughs> you got to think Hilltop's in Durham, right? Hilltop's in, uh, actually in the Cary uh, uh, area. Not Cary, but in the Triangle Garner area. area. Garner, Garner. They're in Garner, but they're yeah. a ways out there. Yep. Yep. But talk about a spread out conference. I mean, 
out of all of them, and I'm including Parrot in that, I'm including all our, pri- our public school teams too. That's a pretty spread out conference. But who do you see? You've already you're already one and zero in the conference so far this year. Uh, what do you need to do to win a conference championship this year, Coach? Well, we're going to have to be a couple of those teams on this east side that we're going to have to go through, and they're coming up very shortly. Uh, so, you know, it's just going to be a matter of doing quality pitching, and we've got two or three quality pitchers that I can throw at them. So uh, we're, we're fixing to see where we're at because we've only played three games, but in the next three weeks I've got three games pegged a week uh, every week. So we'll, uh, we'll see where we're at when we get through those. <laughs> oh, man, who put that schedule together, Coach? <laughs> oh my ad does but we're, we're fine I, I told him i said you know if we can't do that the first week i don't have enough pitching with the limited uh pitch count uh for those guys early but it's fixing to warm up and we'll be able to stretch out there's some of these guys that are that are a little more experienced pitching and plus i can get some of the younger ones uh that does not have as much experience they can catch on some of these games where the competition is not as strong so that's that's what we're 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 leaning towards well, very good. And I'll leave you with this, Coach. Uh, like I said, we're here for a good time, not a long time. But I, a personal question. How's Jared doing? I mean, I had so much fun. And I got to tell you, Coach, uh, I'm in my 31st year. Talk about feeling old. I'm in my 31st year covering high school sports. and But in high school and college sports, one of my most fun trips ever was uh, going back to that World Series trip that we made. I, I'm getting ready to feel a little bit older. How old is he now? And how, how's he doing? <laughs> He is. He is thirty-eight years old, and he is doing fantastic. Yep, he is doing fantastic. Uh, raising his little son and working for me. We're in construction business, also building swimming pools and and other things. So he's he's headed out this morning to Bath, North Carolina, to work there today. So he's a little bit away from home, but he's doing well. Uh, we still active in a little bit of sports. We'll play church league softball and some things. But um, yep, enjoying life. Goodness gracious. Coach, you're just messing with me, right? There's no way Jared is 38 <laughs> years old. 38, yes. Coach. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He is. <sighs> okay. Well, yep. 40 years uh, old, right around the corner. Well, I, you know what? I can tell when I jump up from uh, from the couch or from a chair. You know, you remember how you remember how I don't know about you, Coach, but I used to be able to tie my shoes and it wouldn't take my breath away, you know, and I could stand up and it wouldn't take me, you know, that one to two seconds to, you know, fully stand up straight. It, I guess it, I just, it's hard to wrap my mind around that. He, you know, he played at Bethel and then he played at LCC and he's 38. Goodness gracious, Coach. Yep, yep, yep. So, yep, we've, uh, <sighs> You go down to being tight in your shoes now. You're that age. You look around, see if there's anything else you can do while you're down there. <laughs> you are absolutely right. Oh, wait a minute. I can pick that up. Yeah, yeah, because you don't want to have to do it twice, you know? That's right. That's right. Listen, Coach Kenny Sutton, thank you so much. I mean, I've always admired you, and just I love what you do there at Bethel. You, you like Coach Potter, have dedicated your life to those young people at uh, at Bethel Christian Academy. I know they appreciate you, and uh, just, hey, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Can't wait to talk to you, and much success this season, Coach. Thank you, Brian Hanks. There you go. That's Kenny Sutton from uh, Bethel Christian Academy. Again, one of the absolute good guys, and I – I can't believe his son, Jarrett, which who was one of the star pitchers for Lynn Hartzell back, I guess that was in the 2004 uh, NJCAA uh, Division II World Series in Millington, Tennessee. LCC just had a magical year that year, and Jarrett was a huge, huge part of that uh, success that they had that year, too. I just, again, 
I got to tell you, kids, if you're listening to this, it goes by way too fast. You just don't realize how fast it's going to go by. But anyway, hey, thank you so much to Coach Kenny Sutton and to Coach Robert Kravitz for joining us here this morning in our second hour. Tell you what, it's uh, let's get uh, John and Jonathan in here. A very special birthday game day or birthday. Bleh, very special date today for the birthday game. My brother's birthday, my puppy dog's birthday, just a lot of great birthdays. Let's get John and Jonathan here and play the birthday game. Today is Monday, March the 20th in the year of our Lord 2023. It is the first day of spring. It is just an incredible day. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and jump ahead. You know how I always do local birthdays? I'm going to go. We've got one, two, three, four, five. But I've got to share two of them. Thank you, baby. I've got to share two of them with you. My brother, Daryl Hanks. Today is his birthday. My little my little brother is 53 years old today, okay? Happy birthday, Daryl. And then you know who else's birthday it is today? Your other brother, Daryl. <laughs> Love that joke. New heart. <laughs> I've never heard that joke before in my life. Today is Molly Ringwald, Hughes Hanks the Puppy Dog's birthday. Today she is 13 years old, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey. I hope you, that crate of gas X I gave you goes to good use. <laughs> yeah, that dog saying. is a walking Chernobyl. <laughs> she is a walking Chernobyl. You're right about that. She gets it from her pappy. Yes, she, she does. She learned it from watching you. <laughs> I know, and I got no problem with that. But how, dude, and all the dogs you've known in your 50 years on this planet, does she not rank in the top two oh, or three? Oh, she's rank. <laughs> Be nice. You be nice to my sweet puppy dog. She floats them air biscuits. We don't have to shave our nose hairs for a month. <laughs> Say something nice about my sweet puppy. She doesn't know what we're saying. It you know what? Matter. I'm going to let Linda bring I could look her at back her here. And say, okay? I could look at her and say, go microwave a bag of paper clips, and she <laughs> would not know any different. That's not true. She's smart. Jonathan Massey, brag on my puppy dog. I would say Molly is in the top one dog you've ever owned. Of course, I love my dogs more than I love Molly, but that's just how it goes. But you should. They're yours. But I will, I will stand by this statement. Dogs are dumb. They are dumb, but they are happy. And we should all be as dumb as dogs. Dogs are stupid. Dude, not my dog. Maybe yours. I was about to say, my dog can shake. She can uh, bark on command. I ought to bring her back here. Mine did, my, we got a new puppy. He's only five months old. She did our taxes this year. <laughs> I mean, I mean, that was good. My, my almost two-year-old can give me a high five, but I'm not... I'm not signing her up for Mensa anytime soon. Well, she does have half your genes, okay? Which is probably the better half. <laughs> he said well, probably. Probably he did say probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Wow! Somebody just ran the tape backwards. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, it, it is Monday, March the twentieth, as we have said throughout the show here. What'd you do this weekend, John Dawson? That album has got to be almost done, right? People don't realize how much work. Just because you finish recording it, that's when the work starts. I mean, you have to get the thing. It's in Texas right now being mastered by Ty Tabor of the band King's X. Okay. He has a mastering studio down there that our engineer, Benji well, Johnson, uses. And I'm not being flippant or trying to be funny or whatever. I don't know what it means to master an album. What does that mean? After you get a mix, which means you got the vocals set the way you want, the everything, the levels right, you have to send it to him to be sure there's like a consistent sonic blueprint throughout. So one song is not down here. And the next one's way up. You just have to level it out. If, if it's a little low indie, you have to brighten it. If it's too bright, you have to add mid-range to it. It's just like the last step before you take it out of the oven. Did you know that? 
Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay. And now, now because people like to listen to their music on crappy little speakers on their phones, you have to get a streaming master, you have to get a CD master, and you have to get a vinyl master. So everything's ten times more complicated than it was just wow. a few years ago. Well, you do know, because you helped contribute to this, my Christmas gift this year, I got yes. the, uh, the AirPods Max. Yes. They're the most amazing headphones ever invented in the history of... Uh, have no, you I'm, to I'm talking about... There are people... Well, I know what you're talking about, the little ear AirPods. I'm not even talking about that. Oh. Well, yeah, the earbuds. Are, yeah, I, had, earbuds. I couldn't find my headphones the other night, and I didn't want to go out to my office, and I borrowed my daughter's earbuds to mix. It was like torture. I would almost have rather had to go outside during snow in my... It, it was horrible. But... Um, some people just listen to their phone with no headphones. Yep, I do that too. Which is goes back to the days of the '60s, listening to an AM radio. It's like we're full circle now. Now music sounds yeah, awful again. But the speakers in my iPhone yeah. have no bass whatsoever. Yeah, but it's still, it still it sounds pretty good coming through there. But I'm also listening to podcasts. You know what anyways. sounds really good? What a stereo. Yeah, with speakers. Well, like I said, my AirPods Max, dude. Which, by the way, I would never have bought without. Uh, getting 20 different people to, not 20 but literally 12 different people to give me gift cards for it and you were one of them that did it john dawson so when i listen to my AirPods max which by the way they have this technology in them where you hit a button and it actually i was at the greensboro well, I, coliseum right. a week ago i tried them out here it just drowns out the outside world perfectly I was at the Greensboro Coliseum for the ACC tournament, and it was just really, really loud. It was actually even beginning to bug me just how loud they had the music and everything. And I put those on, hit the button, and it was like this. This is what it sounded like. The outside. I mean, this is what That's people another reason I don't like music. going to sporting events anymore. I just want to see the game. I don't need a, like a disco from outer space going on between plays. It's <laughs> annoying. I mean, I like loud music if I like the music. But if I don't, it's the worst thing on the planet. Uh, I want to say congratulations to you, John Dawson. Oh, here because we go. Here comes the hex. <laughs> you lead nine days to four in the birthday game. Stop it. Stop. You're going to jinx it? Stop talking about oh, it. Oh, I see what you're doing. You, <laughs> dude, stop doing that. Dude, I'm trying to do this show. So, anyway, uh, I'm speaking into existence here, John Dawson. You cannot lose March. You are up nine to four. It would take a miracle from on high, For Jonathan a man that Massey. Pro- to, that professes to love me, he puts a jinx on me every month. Every month. Well, you're not losing this You could month. go to Vegas and be a cooler. That's how that, you That's true. I probably could do that for sure. But I tell you what, for the fifth day in a row, you get to tell us about Goeco Office Automation. Well, Jacques Passelag runs Goeco, and they sponsor this fine uh, segment of the show. Uh, they've got uh, office automation and office equipment that can fit any needs of any business, whether you're IBM or a guy selling fish out of the back of a truck. Back to you, Brian. There you go. Hey, before I get you to tell us about uh, well, uh, the phone number and all that, what did you do this weekend, Jonathan Massey? I asked John, and then I, I, for some reason I didn't ask you. Uh, you know, John's been winning. I haven't. So, you know, I just I just stayed home and studied. <laughs> okay. I love it. Now, if he wins five to nothing today, we're going to know he meant it, right? Well, I know you still email him. It's not uh, like it's anyway, <clears throat> anyway uh, hey, what are the phone numbers? If we want to call Shock Pass Leg on this fine first day of spring, how do we do that, Jonathan Massey? 252. 252. 
Or you can visit his website at goecoNC.com or whatisgoeco.com for more information. There you go. I love it. Why don't we just go ahead and jump right into it? Wait a minute. We have no musicians today. No musical hints. There was a couple of days ago we had noise but one musician. (laughs) I'll give you that. Okay, uh, John Dawson, you get to go first. This really struck me funny. She's a model. She's an actress. And she's a furniture designer. It's Kathy Ireland. I had no idea that she was a furniture designer. Did you know that? I'm sure there's an inappropriate joke in there that Massey and I are both going to ignore. Um, I wasn't even. That's the <laughs> truth. She really is. My favorite thing about Kathy. Remember the family guy? Yeah. <laughs> are you sleeping with that fat kid? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a cardboard cutout of Kathy Ireland. And he Peter, falls in love with it. Yeah. Peter shakes it. The head falls off. He buries it in the yard. Quagmire comes out of his house after days. Uh, yeah, you I'm don't. not. Okay. Okay. One of us has a little self-control when it comes to that. John? I mean, in this conversation. Oh, in this AB conversation. So okay, I figured right. he was going to say Kathy Ireland's furniture deals. In- <laughs> yeah. uh, how old is she today, John Dawson? Fifty-six. You say fifty-six. What about you over there, Mizzle? Fifty-seven. She was born March the twentieth in nineteen and sixty-three. So she's sixty today. Wow. Kathy Ireland, sixty. Have time. I have a hard time wrapping my mind around that. He's one of the greatest professional basketball coaches of all time. He led the Showtime Lakers to four championships. He led the Miami Heat to one, and he's been an executive with the Miami Heat for a couple of decades now and has led them to be one of the best. uh, Pat Riley. Yeah, I know. (laughs) John Dawson. I was going to say Baba O'Reilly. Oh, there you go. That would have been. Is is Baba O'Reilly about Pat Riley? No. Oh, Since it came out in 1971. Well, he was uh, oh, not a professional. I swear to God, I was getting ready to say uh, how old he would be in 1971. <laughs> no, because no, you can do math. I know you're you're good at math, John Jonathan Massey. So, uh, Pat Riley, you're right. Uh, how old is he today, John Jonathan Massey? 78. Congratulations, Jonathan Massey. Uh, what was the rhyme to the reason for that? I just didn't think he was 80. Really? Okay. What would you, what was your guess going to be? 75. Okay. Well, there you go. Congratulations. You lead two to, you lead two to nothing, Jonathan Massey. Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> it goes to you, John Pecs. Dawson. <laughs> just got to check my email. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. He's an actor, director, producer. Uh, some of my favorite movies he's done. He was born Shelton Jackson Lee, but we know him better as? Buddy Epson. <laughs> no. Spike Lee. Today is Spike Lee's birthday. Uh, John Dawson, I know you're a huge fan of, oh, I have uh, of his collection. work. Of his work. I have his box set. Do the Right Thing, which was one of the best movies I've ever seen in my life. It was awesome. Love Do the Right Thing. List off some of his movies. I'll tell you if I've seen any of them. Well, I've just done two. Have you not seen those? <laughs> those are the two that jump in my mind. I mean, he. Girls, to... girls Gotta Have It. Yeah. Yep, that's one. Uh, hold on, let me Google here. Google. Oh, I know. Spike Lee. So what he's saying movies. is he knows two of his movies. Well, those are two that. Uh, uh, Black Klansman. Did you ever see that? That was actually pretty good. The guy that goes undercover as. Yeah. Uh, I know it's based on a true story. It was no. based on out of uh, Atlanta, I believe. Uh, da, 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 they've got him in uh, in in order in chronological order going backwards i'm not really seeing 
After he had that episode where no, he did I thought it was out of Augusta. You're right, dude. She's got to have it. That yeah. was yeah. Look at you. You know more Spike Lee movies than I do. <laughs> yeah. After he didn't want people of a certain race reviewing his films, I kind of tuned him out. <sighs> well, he did. I didn't do it. He did. Okay. Okay. I thought he was funny when he was uh, Michael Jordan's. Uh, what was his character's name in the Penny. Michael? No, no, no. That was actually Penny Hardaway. Hold on. Little Penny. That was Chris Rock. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Mars Blackman. Remember, he was Mars Blackman. I always thought he was pretty. It's got to be the shoes, Mike. Remember? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, Spike Lee, whose turn is it? It's yours, John Dawson. You trail two to nothing. You've got to get this to uh, stay in the game today. Sixty. You say 60. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 61. He was born March 20th, 1957, so he's 66 today. Okay, good for him. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) You know what that means, John Dawson? (laughs) Sound the alarm. Sound the alarm. Jonathan Massey, what are you doing? Oh, you're sounding the alarm. Jonathan Massey has a perfect game going. He's up three to nothing so far. And on top of that, it's two dead people to finish today's birthday game. (sighs) Proud of yourself? I am a little bit. Let's see if you can guess this actor here. Uh, He was nominated for Best Actor in the Academy Awards in back-to-back-to-back years uh, for uh, for Kiss of the Spider Woman in 1985. He won, actually, Best Actor that year uh, for Children of a Lesser God in 1986 and then for Broadcast News in 1987. Gaylord Sartain. Is that a legit guess? Or you yeah. just No, uh, William Hurt. Oh. And I didn't realize this. William Hurt, he passed away from uh, from cancer just just a little over a year ago. He and died. didn't make the Oscar um, montage. Yep. I think right. he also played uh, Ollivander in Harry Potter. Uh, dude, he's played a lot of different characters. He's awesome. But he died uh, March 13th, 2022. So just over a little over a year ago, he died of cancer. Uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, how old would William Hurt be if he were still alive today? 80, 81. You say 81. What about you over there, Dizzle? 80. You are closer. He was born March 20th, 1950. So he'd only be 73 today. Wow. So, uh, congratulations. Uh, you break up the perfect game, uh, John Dawson, and this last one goes to you. He may have been called Fred by some folks, but everyone in his neighborhood called him Mr. Rogers, who died in 2003. Fred so Rogers? Died. Yeah. I thought you were asking me the name. Oh, no, no, no. It's Mr. Rogers. Yeah, uh, Fred Rogers. So, how old would Mr. Rogers be if he were still alive today? He died 20 years ago in 2003. Ninety-six. You say ninety-six. What about you over there, Jonathan Massey? Ninety-five. He was born March twentieth, nineteen twenty-eight. So he would be ninety-five years old today. But I tell you what, you may have got it right on the nose, Jonathan Massey. But you got to give John Dawson credit for being that close to it. Okay. I give him nothing. <laughs> Dude, it was almost like, you know, when you're doing the Jack in the Box, and you're waiting for the, the explosion. Yeah, the thing, the, the head to pop out. That's kind of how I felt right there. I was nervous because I felt like it was really going to happen. I had one of those, and what I would do is I would go ahead and get it to the point where it was about to pop, but I would put my hand on a little clip. Yeah. And someone would walk in the room, and I would just move my hand, and it would jump, and they would just 
you know, yeah. have to go to the facilities. That sounds like something that would happen to me. Yeah. It really does. So, uh, anyway. Uh, also, Fred Rogers, one of the most uncharacteristically uh, kind people that has ever walked this planet. I, I, wanted, I never saw the Tom Hanks movie where. Uh, this is good. It is good. Did you see it? No. Would you see it? If, if, if I ever have time, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not against it. I just haven't seen it. Yeah. I want to see it. So the movie Michael was really Keaton, good. The actor Michael Keaton was a crew member on his show before he became famous. Oh, that's awesome! Yes, I think Fred. I think he was actually in the military too. I don't know. I just know it was uh, one of the things growing up for me was watching Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. So that means Batman worked for Mister Rogers. That's awesome. Hey, uh, local and other birthdays, of course. We talked about my brother Daryl Hanks. Uh, Daryl Hanks just uh, today is his birthday. Seventy-two. <laughs> He's younger than me. Seventy-one. <laughs> I want to say dirty things. Your next door neighbor at your job today is his birthday, Charlie Casey. How about that? Say something nice to Charlie. Am I supposed to guess his birthday or say something nice? Say something nice. I I don't know how I can look it up real quick. He's yeah, probably twenty nine, thirty. I don't know. Um, Charlie has a great beard. No, that's not it. Uh, he outkicked his coverage. He did outkick his coverage, like the three of us sitting in here right now. That's for sure. Uh, uh, maybe two of you. I'm, you know, I'm a catch. You mean like typhoid fever? <laughs> you mean like COVID nineteen? Would he get you out of work tomorrow? <laughs> anyway, hey, today is his thirtieth birthday, dude. He was born March twentieth, nineteen ninety three. Twenty nine or thirty? So there you go. He is uh, thirty today. Yeah, Happy he doesn't birthday, look a Charlie. day over forty five. <laughs> uh, it's also Bethel Christian Academy uh, baseball coach Kenny Sutton. Today is his birthday. I, I went to uh, the World Series with him. Goodness gracious, 18 years ago uh, when LCC and went to the World Series. His son was a pitcher for uh, for uh, LCC. It's also, uh, I, you know, uh, the late Harry Cummings, our good friend uh, June Cummings, her husband. Uh, today is his birthday, too. So uh, I just felt like. Yeah, we both we both love us some June to death, don't we? Yep. And uh, that was really tough on her when she lost him. And uh, just a great guy. Harry Cummings, great guy. So, if today, and of course, I, I will end the show by, or end the uh, birthday game by talking about my sweet puppy dog. You've, had, you've now had about 20 minutes to think of something nice to say. Nice to say about my puppy dog, Molly Ringwald, Hughes Hanks puppy dog over there, John Dawson. So, I don't want you to talk about her stank. I don't want you to talk about her being a wuss because she lives in the house. You've got to say, is she that's, not? That's more on you than it is her. <laughs> it really is. You're right about that. But say something sweet about that sweet puppy dog. Uh, she's groomed better than her owner. <laughs> not untrue. <sighs> she has better breath, toothbrushing habits. <laughs> Good Lord. Man, it's getting rough in here. Get it? Getting rough in here. <laughs> Happy birthday, sweet Molly girl. I love you. And uh, to my little brother. I love you, him. To what death are you getting too. her for her birthday? Uh, we always get her like treats. We get her extra treats. and You know, they make like doggy cakes, right? That's what Summer gets for our dogs. I just, I it's probably probably annoying. Don't, Massey, don't. 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 <laughs> Did you not hear me? I said it's annoying. Yeah, I'm not getting her a cake. I've never got her a cake before. I'll get her. We'll get her extra treats and. She'll get all the treats she wants today, and uh, like like she does in every other day. But uh, she'll get an extra long belly rub today. How's that? She would appreciate that long more than any other birthday gift. 
Oh, that's fair. There you go. So, if today is your birthday, like uh, Molly Ringwald, Hughes Hanks, the Puppy Dog, and all these other great birthdays, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. We'll see if John Dawson can start another winning streak tomorrow since he lost today. Uh, Call some Brian Hanks and his <laughs> yappa. On the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And he's not wrong about that. But, uh, man, again, you know what? Here is what is crazy. And I'll lift the curtain here. We... We uh, pre-record our birthday games, okay? As you know, uh, did this one uh, today's last week, obviously, as we were uh, doing that. Uh, happy birthday to Charlie Casey. Had Coach Sutton on, and I should have told him happy birthday when I had him on. So, Coach Sutton, happy birthday. <laughs> I just I can't believe that uh, we had him on here, and then I totally forgot that today was his birthday. So, what happens when you get old? You heard he and I talking about it, and that's absolutely what happens. But there you go. Uh, man, uh, my puppy dog, I'm going to get down on the floor with her here in a little bit and just rub that belly and just uh, make her feel good. I got to tell you, she's put she's put on a couple of LBs here in the past couple of years where there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, her daddy has too. So, listen, uh, thank you so much for listening to today's show as uh, our good friend Mark Panicelli, who is our first-hour guest, I love how he says this. He's always like, listen, whatever portion of today's show that you listen to, we appreciate you. I got to remember sometimes, and that's one of the things I've learned from Panicelli is, you know what? We have our 7 o'clock listeners that listen like from 7 to 7.30. Then our listeners that listen from like 7.30 to 8, and then from 8 to 8.15 or 8.20, and then the rest of the show too. Uh, very few people can listen to the entire show, uh, although I would suggest you do, though, because it's always a very good show. Uh, or we try to put together a good show for you. But uh, listen, uh, before I get out of here, we just wish my brother happy birthday. And I listen, if you knew some of the stuff that uh, me and my brother have been through in our lives. Uh, it's been uh, it's been a it's been a tough road sometimes. I mean, uh, not the greatest uh, home life growing up, but to see my brother, who is just an amazing man, an amazing father. Uh, from, uh, from, like I said, from what we grew up with to be the, the great dad of, uh, three children that he has been, he loves his kids. He dotes on his kids. He takes such great care of them. Uh, he's just, uh, he's my hero. I mean, I've tried to tell him several times and I, I don't know. I think he thinks I'm just, uh, you know, that is conjecture or something like that. It's not true, man. I love my brother. He is my hero. So anyway, uh, listen, thank you again so much for listening to today's show. Uh, on tomorrow's show, we're going to have Tuesdays with Trez, with Don Trez Styles. That'll be in our second hour. We'll have another second hour guest for you at that point, too. Richard Clark in our first hour. We're going to talk NCAA tournament, NBA, all kinds of stuff there. But again, really looking forward to talking to Trez tomorrow in our second hour. So listen, have a great, great Monday. I'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by our good friends over at Lenore Community College.